Hey, it's your boy Exodus. And it's Ricky. Hey, we're back to this week. The discussion we'll be talking about this week is self-defense. Oof. Before we even get on the topic, how was your week so far, Exodus? Uh, it was okay, man. It's been a little rocky in the beginning, but it's, um, it's getting there. It's getting better. Hell yeah. What about yours? Really? Oof. I went on a nice, good, long walk. Kind of hurt my leg just a little bit, but I feel good. Mm, that's good. So, self-defense. It's a um, very useful skill set for you to learn. It also can be very useful if you do know any type of martial arts or any type of defense techniques. They always kind of push you a long way. Yeah, just a little bit of long ways. But here's the thing with self-defense. You need to learn how to use it and how to use it appropriately because along with self-defense, there is always an aftermath with it, Exodus. Well, yeah, it is. But, like, I feel that everyone should know at least some form of self-defense just so if, uh, you know, danger ever comes around their family or themselves, they can defend themselves. You know, it's, I feel, think that's very important for people to learn in life. Oh, Yeah. So, Exodus, I got a question. What is your point of view on self-defense anyways? Well, as a, I'm a caveat of what I said before. I feel that everyone in their lifetime should learn some ty- type of self-defense, uh, i.e. martial arts or weapons handling. Just something that could protect you and your family if sometime in the future someone tries to injure you and stuff like that. I don't believe self-defense should be used to... Um, make you feel more powerful to the point where you think you can just fight anyone it is literally as it says for self-defense it is not something that's gonna you're gonna use to assault people and injure people it is only to protect you and your loved ones you understand uh so yes self-defense is more on uh self-defense is self-defense and defense of others but honestly also with that piggybacking i hate saying piggybacking off the people but so it counters on immediate threat of violence such force can either arm or unarm so meaning either hand to hand hand the knife knife to knife gun to gun it depends on the situation and what you want and also it's a lot of people have a mixed like feelings with self-defense for instance the police force they have their own procedures like every other agency has their own standard operation procedures of how they conduct self-defense and how they escalate it specific ways i'm not defending everyone but some people don't know it very well and i feel like it's a very useful tool to use so people can use it appropriately because it can save your life and it can save your ass yeah 100 percent. it'll help save your ass quite a few times more than none you know more times than none to be exact mm, now before i get too ahead of myself um do you have any stories that pertain to self-defense this time please ricky and the ricky stories hi everyone sit back relax and enjoy the show so there i was in the alley with my little sister we're walking down also on this big guy older kid senior year in high school you know it's like hey kid give me your money I'm just joking around. I don't know. <laughs> I'm about to say, did this actually even happen? It sounded fake as hell, man. I'm over dramatic, man. I like to make a good story. So no, really, what what is an actual story that you have? If not, if you don't have any, um, I just wanted to make sure if you had any because I know we talked about this before, and you said you had a few uh, incidents where like self defense has helped you out. 
So at that time, back in high school, I wasn't really that skilled at hand-to-hand. Usually, you know, high schoolers, they just swing to swing. Yeah, haymakers. Haymakers are money when you don't know shit. Anyways, sorry about that. So I would say back in my high school times, I'd always get into fights, and it's either me getting my ass kicked or sooner or later I win one or win two. I was never that good, but at least what I did was I was standing for the little guy. I do remember when my little brother was trying to go to the skate park. Mm-hmm. I saw kids like pushing him around. I'm like, I right, what the fuck is going on? Sorry, sorry about my language, guys. Just okay, it's explicit for a reason. Ah, <laughs> so I walk in there. I'm like, what's going on, Dylan? And he looks at me and is like, hey, it's there's just nothing going on. I look at him. I'm like, you sure? I'm looking around. Obviously, his so-called friends are like, yeah, there's nothing going on. What now? I was like. That just sounds fishy. It does sound fishy. I already seen what was going on. I'm just like, all right, okay. Let's see if he can toughen him up and like toughen up just a bit and stand up for himself. So I walk away. This park is small. So I start walking uphill just a little bit to get some water. I look back down at the park at the skate park. They're roughhousing again and they start pushing my little brother. I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm just go down there. It's like, Dylan, you're coming with me. It's either you're going to freaking defend yourself or. I'm going to step in. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm, sure. So I'm just sitting there. If I, I'm like staying in the area now. I'm not going up to get water. I'm just like staying in the corner of the skate bar, just minding my own, my own business. Bumped into some of my old friends, start talking to them. And then it was, it, so his friend, his best friend's name was Dylan too. So it caused a massive confusion so every Dylan time. Dylan was fighting Dylan? Yeah, he was fighting himself. He's inner demons. <laughs> so thing was his older brother came by he was like a class above mine i was a sophomore at the time he was a junior Ooh. And, oh no oh no so i'm like what the heck i whatever and then he started picking on my brother and that's where i kind of drew the line i had to get involved so i walked up i was like all right <laughs> i gave it let it by once i got it by a second time because you guys are the same age now this is not. I'm not letting you pick on my brother. There's only one person who gets to harass my little brother, and, and that's, that's you. And that is Ricky. Ricky times. So we started tussling, fought, haymakering out. Obviously, I go for cheap shots. I go for the eyes. I freaking try and blind them as much. I'm a squirrely little fuck. At when I was back in high school, and all I could remember is that freaking. When it comes to street fights. It's always, you always make guidelines. You make rules, right? So, like, one-on-one fights, if you call it out, it's like, all right, me versus you. Or if two-on-two is like, me and my best friend versus you and your best friend. How about that? And then the guidelines will, like, look around. like, no one calls the cops. No weapons. No nothing. We'll make rules to establish it out, but no. Wait, wait, wait. Do you do this before you fight or do you do it subconsciously as you look at each other? We do it both. It's like we establish it quickly, and then we get right into it. We don't freaking spend, like, 10 minutes talking about it. No, we go, like, right, one-on-one, just me and you, man-to-man, mano-a-mano. Let's fucking go. And that's where it just kicks off. But what happened was this guy, he knew I blinded him, so his little brother started tagging along. I pushed him off to the side. Now his little brother started getting his friends involved, and now it was just literally me versus five other guys. I told my brother, I was like, you, j- hey, just go home, Dylan. And he didn't want to. I'm just like, go the fuck home. He starts going off, tearing up and whatnot. I come back one day. Well, not that one day. The same day, later that night. Come back. Obviously, 
fuck. My mouth is kind of swollen. My mouth, my teeth is just a little bit bloody here and there. Got a bloody nose, whatnot, bruised eye. But I just walked it off. She's like, are you okay? He looks at me and she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Good. What happened was I climbed up a few rocks and I fell and slipped. I, that's the freaking story we're going to stick with. Okay. Okay. Go to school the next day. I see his older brother just talking up. Obviously, I look at him with a smirk and a smile, making sure, you know, they never win. I always like to get the last laugh. And he was trying to make fun of me and whatnot. I looked at him and started laughing. He was like, what's so funny? Nothing. Just but you. honestly, who won? I feel like I always win because I always get the last laugh. But were you on the ground? No. Okay. I mean, as long as you weren't on the ground and you weren't overly bleeding that's a win always if you always can escape a battle like not as much injured as the enemy that you had i feel like that is a win always you don't always have to win by kicking their ass or you know them being on the ground and you being above them it can be just be like hey i defended myself he's not gonna attack me anymore i'm safe here's the thing though with self-defense like it has to be in that moment. For let me throw an example. Okay. If a person with a knife threatens to stab you, right, mm-hmm. and he, you don't give him all your money and you run away unscathed, okay. you cannot just claim self-defense. If you hunt him down, hurt. Well, when I mean hunt him down, hunt down your perpetrator twenty-four hours later and punch him. No. Oh no, yeah, no, no, that would be be assault uh, at that point because yeah. the time already passed. It can't be really self-defense anymore. It has to be happening at that moment. No, it does, 100%, because some people will do that, like, oh, um, that person hit me a few days ago, and now I come and hit him, like, the cop's like, we, we didn't see him hit you, all we know is we just saw you hit him now, so that is assault. We can't charge him for something that was done a few days ago, you know? Additionally, the threat that warrants self-defense can be verbal or physical, so long as a reasonable person in the same situation would receive the aggressor would harm him. So verbal? That's something you can use self-defense for? It doesn't sound like something that's like, oh, if I say fuck you, that gives you the right to just punch me in the mouth. Well, for example, like a grown man's threatening to punch you until you give him your wallet would be a reasonable, just to, it's like justifying fear into you. Mm, I mean, I know where you're coming from, but, but to me, that's just, I think that's where I would draw the line. I don't think anything verbal would be self-defense, but anything physical would definitely be self-defense. Well, you do have physical and you do have verbal. Verbal is like a self-defense kind of thing of fighting back, just using words. Now, like ah. uh, yeah, like me saying I'm going to beat the crap out of you. All right, well, guess what? I'm going to defend myself because no one gives a f- crap about you. I'm trying to prevent myself from swearing. Okay, no, no, no. I see what you're coming from. Now. That, that, that right there makes sense, but whatever you're saying before, I was confused. But I'm glad that you explained that to me because I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you got, ar- so when it comes to your physical, you got armed and unarmed, which is hand-to-hand or hand-to-hand with a weapon or just weapon-on-weapon. Weapon. Ooh, I have a question for you now. Okay. So if I have a weapon and you don't, but you're attacking me, can I use that weapon to protect myself even though you weren't like trying to injure me to the point you would kill me because that knife definitely could kill you if I went to stab you. Alright, so if you had a weapon and I was attacking you with no weapon, you're not allowed to use that weapon. So there is a thing with self-defense, it's called escalation of force. Use an appropriate escalation of force, so for instance, you I assault you hand to hand. That point you use your hand to hand. 
You could either disable me by using mace because as a non-lethal kind of tactic everyone uses and carries around, that would help you on your hand-to-hand to detain or keep him away from you from assaulting you. Now, if he, if for instance, I pull a knife out, you could either pull your knife out or keep it to hand-to-hand. So I can just pull out a gun. Yeah, and well, actually, no, you cannot. I take that back because pulling out your gun. So here's the thing: a knife. Obviously, life-threatening situation. But for me to get to that life-threatening situation, I need to be close to you. Now, with a gun, you're pulling out an instant life-threatening situation from a distance. Well, that's why they say never bring a knife to a gunfight. You know, you're not gonna. At that point, if you pull pull the knife at me, if I am not confident in my skills with a knife, and I feel like you're about to kill me, and if I have a gun, I would I would use it. I really would. I'm a very strong um, Second Amendment. Um, believer, where I believe that if I'm able to conceal carry and I'm carrying my weapon, and you're coming at me with a knife, which you are intending to kill me with, you will get shot. It's simple as that. It, that is part of self-defense. Now, if you're coming, you're swinging at me with your fists, I would, no, that makes no sense why I would shoot you. But if you're coming with a knife or something else that could possibly kill me, that does authorize a, some type of uh, force in using my pistol. Understand? Yeah. yeah. But remember what I said? Everything comes with an aftermath. Now think about this. You got your gun, right? I got my knife. Now where are we? Are we in public? Because now you have to think of where that bullet's going to travel. Is it going to hit some other kid? Is it going to hit your neighbor's car? You're through their window, which might hit someone in their house. Well, I just got a knife that I know where it's gonna, where I'm going to swing it. It's literally just going to either go for you or I'm going to miss. So you got to really think really hard the time and place. If it, for instance, if I was on your yard, in your house, unexpected with a knife, and you just pointed a gun at me, I'm in your freaking house. Like, you could point a gun at me and probably just shoot me as long as you know the potential of that weapon and the caliber you are using that is appropriate with it won't overpenetrate and go through someone else's stuff or through your house to hit someone else, and it'll just stay in your house, then you're good to go, like, send it live. So, no 50 cal Desert Eagle. So, I can't shoot you through my fridge, through my neighbor's wall, through his fridge, and then hit you? I can't use a 50 cal to shoot you? No. I mean... I feel like you'd be dead dead. There's no coming back from that. That's like beyond dead with the 50 cal. It's like overkill. Uh, We're not playing Call of Duty here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, okay, that makes sense. Not understanding about that because it it is one of the safety rules that is taught to most people that handle weapons. You know, know your target and what lies beyond it or between it. It's very important that also ties into knowing how to use weapons when it comes to self-defense. You know, bearing arms. Um, like like you said, Ricky, it is really what is being used at the time. If it is fists, it's fists. If it's knives, it's knives. Cause sometimes, if you're in public, it's very dangerous to, break, to escalate it above what it is already. At that point, I would say just run if you can't defend yourself or if you don't have a knife. Or grab something that's longer to distance yourself, like a bat or, or a pipe. That could, you know, further the distance between you and the, the enemy. But right now we're going to take a quick little break, guys. Um, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Uh, you will not notice, actually, the break. But I'm just letting you know that we are going on break and we'll be right back. Sounds good? Bye. Hey, we're back, guys. Exodus here. And Ricky. Nice to see you guys again. Yeah, sorry. Um, We're doing this just to leave uh, space for our sponsor if we end up getting one, so... Um, that's what the break was there for. Just being honest with you guys. I really don't care about sponsors. 
he doesn't, but uh, the podcast does. Anyway, um, Ricky, before we took that break, we are talking about Escalation Force and all that stuff, and I do remember you mentioning uh, a day or so ago about some videos you saw on YouTube about Escalation of Force. Yeah, so no matter what, like, no one's going to be perfect. No one's going to be like Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan from, like, those action films. Like, you could be a master in a martial arts or very skilled at hand-to-hand combat. Like, for instance, you know, Exodus here, he is big on hand-to-hand combat and here i'll just pull a knife out if i freaking swing this knife at him in specific ways obviously he is very skilled in martial arts how to defend himself but regardless you will still get cut it won't be like death wise you'll just get cut which will be like sustainment injuries but those are things you could patch up and they'll heal and you'll be fine back to normal in like a few months yeah no technique is ever perfect like you can practice it all you want but at one point you'll slip up and the knife will accidentally cut you but the technique isn't there to always succeed it's there to at least minimize the damage that will be done to your body you know so what I mostly would recommend for a lot of people is try and go find martial arts schools or a dojo or someone who is teaching you self-defense or some kind of martial arts skill so you can learn it. Don't expect to be freaking Jackie Chan from being a white belt or a purple belt. Most of those techniques, to be honest, that you learn, especially the striking techniques, don't really apply in actual fight. You don't learn actually how to fight until i said flight i meant fight until you are a brown belt or black belt because that is when you actually do hand-to-hand sparring and you actually you know hit the opponent and you are doing like takedowns but before then it's just grappling that you're learning and techniques to you know grab their hand if they're trying to choke you or if they have a knife and twist it use it against them these small little techniques you know i'd highly advise krav maga krav maga is sick dog like that if you see Go on YouTube and look, demonstration of Krav Maga. I swear to God, it just looks badass as hell. Like, they literally flip this guy, break his, like, kicks in the nuts. It's like, you know, they kick a lot in the nuts. Like, just say, uh, 50% of their attacks are in the balls. Well, it's because, like, that martial arts is meant to kill and enable the, uh, the opponent. It's not really there to, oh, I'm here just to stop you. No, I'm here to kill you. Kind of like McMap, if it was ever used to its fullest of its ability. Like, Black Belt. But uh, because every move ends with a curb stomp when you smash their head into the ground. But, you know, these martial arts are very, very violent and very aggressive. So if Krav Maga isn't your thing, isn't your cup of tea, and you don't want to, you know, break people's nuts open, you could always go with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Ooh, I was just about to bring that up because that's another one that's a ball breaker. Oh, yeah, that one, dude, if you can... People are afraid of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu fighters because once they get you onto the ground, that's it, dog. Just give up because they could break your arm. They can, like, break your leg, anything. Once they get you in a move, like, you either fucking say, I give up, I'm done, or they fucking just snap that limb, you know? So uh, for kids, I would also advise learning that, learning different style of martial arts. If you want to stick with the basics or that's the only thing closest to you, karate. Karate is still one of those useful things. But I'd always make sure when it comes to teaching children, they know the purpose behind it and when to utilize it. We don't need a future bully. Yes, exactly. But the thing is, the good thing about martial arts is they actually teach you 
that it's all about discipline and it's about protecting other and is not used to make yourself, you know, as I said before in the beginning, better than others or make you more say, oh, I can fight. So I'm gonna, I don't like this kid. I'm going to fight him. No, it is always about defending yourself. And you need to find a dojo that will teach that to your kids or teach that to you. So you know that this um, talent, this skill that you are learning will not be being used for, you know, fighting people randomly because you don't like them like i don't like you fuck you <laughs> so yeah hopefully we put into a certain type of dojo that will teach that i feel like that is the the best thing to do really when it comes to self-defense i feel like you know bringing the full circle all over again um everyone should be learning martial arts it is very important it is something that we should all know just to protect ourselves and i feel like we would be a lot safer out in the real world i guess i guess so along with the children children of what matter most they are the future of america yeah anyway man uh we're gonna conclude this podcast for this week uh catch us next week we'll be making another podcast of course oh, yeah we will oh yeah so uh talk to you guys later deuces to you all hey exodus check out these sick moves i'm going to shoot you Oh shit! No, 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 no!